It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Anfield Index podcast of 2024. Yes, we are slacking. It's a late start for us. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Sue us. Uh, we are finally got the gang back together for this one. Um, a welcome return uh, for a stalwart and myself and Lisa Marie are present as we have been for the last couple. So that leaves us to say welcome back to Cam. How are you doing, buddy? Nice to have you back. Uh, thank you for having me back. Um, pleasure to be here. Uh, it's been a it's been a while, hasn't it? It has two months. It's been a good two months. So uh, slowly getting things settled in the house now. Oh, all the major work done. Just snagging left side, which is just infuriating because you know what builders like when it comes to the very last bits. They never do it, do they? So. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great to be back. It's great to be here. It's great to. I'm looking forward to chatting loads of nonsense as per norm. Bring it on. Well, it would be it would be um, silly of us to assume we're going to change the pattern at this stage. So yes, nonsense. Ahoy! Uh, I did want to ask you something there uh, in terms of of the couple of things actually. First one was. Uh, despite the domestic chaos and um, Bob the Builder uh, clientele knocking around your gaff, I noticed you managed to carve out some time to do a Desi over Christmas, um, which yeah. sounded like it was the usual uh, carnage 
uh, and crack. Uh, was that enjoyable? How do you even manage to do that, considering things were a little bit hectic at that stage? Yeah, it was just um, it was t- uh, timing on that one. It was uh, it was a, bit, a little bit late to start, so um, I managed to find a, uh, a corner to hide in. Um, we've, we've got like two living rooms um, and. and uh, Mum usually sits in one. Just she likes her space. She w- likes watching her stuff, and she she goes upstairs to bed about half seven. And I think we started recording about eight o'clock, and it was after ten o'clock by the time we finished up. So uh, it was just chaos. It was it was um, it was fun. It's always fun, you know. I mean, it, I think that was the first one we done this. Year. The only one we did last year. So um it, it's good to get the photos together and um, it's a shame we couldn't get Enzo and Kier on as well so that would have made it even better but uh, yeah no it's great crack you, you know uh, uh, I know you listened to it. I remember you mentioned it in one of the pods and uh, for a two hour pod you don't realise it's a two hour pod I think which is quite remarkable in itself I think so um, yeah good fun yeah we'll, we'll have to get uh, maybe we, we could do one with um uh, what's what's the term I'm looking for here? Um, I'm gonna say honorary Desi. Maybe. Yes, yes, I think there may be a little bit of crossover in the works for sure. And the lad involved in the crossover, actually, uh, a mutual friend of ours, was a guy on whose podcast I spent three and a half hours recording very recently if you can believe that and that flew too because we were talking about things you know that are very interesting engaging right up my alley um i think we've we went from my experiences with uh meeting an exorcist when i was a young a young lad and him telling me stories that put my hair standing on end to uh all sorts of supernatural experiences and we got into religion, we got into the occult, we got into all sorts. It was a fantastic chat. So, yeah, I, time does fly when you're having fun. But I, actually, another thing that resonated just before I got to Lisa Marie, i got to tell you, man, you said a mouthful there. Do you ever think that you and I got really badly screwed and got into the wrong game? Because I had a guy who called around to my house just the, fir- the week before Christmas uh, and he had done a he had done a, a piece of work for me in the house um, local guy nice guy a plumber and um, he had done a job um, for me in the house uh, you know putting in some taps and new shower a few bits and pieces like that this time last year like it was around about sort of December time last year and 12 months later, that guy pitched up to receive his money, which was like not a small little check. It was, about, it was about two grand. And I was thinking, how can, what, what a situation to be in. I mean, I wish I was, I wish I was that in that way. That's, that's, that is absolutely the game to be in. I mean, and, and listen, you know, did nice work. I like, it's not as if I'm complaining. I did say, you're very lucky that money's still in the envelope. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> there were several times I was looking very hungrily at that two grand in the envelope going, ah, I, I can think of a use for that. But anyway, anyway, yeah, I digress. We, 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 uh, we, we picked the wrong area. Of course, Lisa Marie is sort of tradesman adjacent. What would all your, uh, professional uh, um, shenanigans. How have you been in the short time since we've done a show? You know, busy. Um, those 
adjacent um, career things are have started off um, 24, 2024 with a lot, a lot going on. Cause, cause what tends to happen in what I do is there's like this run up, you know, like about a week or so before the, you know, before Christmas where it's like, how many of these, you know, where can we draw the line? Um, I had like three projects where we were finishing up the, you know, the architectural drawings to be submitted, you know, to the different state reviewers. Um, and then it's like kind of nothing happens for about two ish weeks. And then like, not so much that first week after, you know, where New Year's was kind of in the middle of it, but like this week, it's like, bam, and I, <laughs> I've got meetings galore and, and everything else. So, yes, fortunately, you know, I, I work adjacent, as you say, to to those contractors and things. So I don't necessarily get the direct fruits of um, their labors, if you will. But I can wax poetic, if you will, on construction schedules and and various delays if you would like for me to but, but yeah, I, I know i know if, if, we, if we ever need to do 15 if we, if we ever need to do 15 or 20 minutes on fire doors i know exactly the person to talk to yeah yeah um uh, yeah anyway yeah i actually sat through a meeting earlier today where they had had they're getting ready on this one project to submit the drawings to the state. And so they had an independent third party, like go through and review and, you know, look for things that hadn't been properly coordinated or missed or whatever. And so it was an hour and a half call. Um, and they had it divided into like, you know, okay, 15 minutes on electrical and 15 minutes on plumbing. Da, 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 da. And they're only supposed to be 10 minutes on um, my stuff, equipment and, um, food services, which would be the kitchen equipment. And so they get to they get to it and they're like, yeah, we don't really have anything specific we need to call out on equipment. So moving on, I'm like, seriously, I've sat on this call for an hour, uh, <laughs> which, well, uh, I guess, I mean, there are still some markups that I need to take that I need to look at, but, but apparently nothing that they felt the need to draw attention to in the call. So and on one hand that made me feel good, but on the other hand, I'm like, I really sat, I mean, Let's be honest, the camera was off and I was doing other things while listening to what was going on. But but still, anyway, welcome, by the way, to episode 376 of the Anfield Index podcast. I did not get mm, it's taken a while to come around. It's my job. Yeah, I don't took- want to. Yes, I don't want to be falling down on my job to call out what episode we're in. So 376. Well, thank you for that, because I had, if you can imagine, <laughs> forgotten already, not to mention, <laughs> Land, Landmark 375 was the last one uh, which yeah. we did together. And I could not remember that 376 follows that, because for some reason, that's not how my brain works. And, you know, I can relate to the whole um, uh, everything happening at once, uh, you know, everything everywhere all at once was yeah. basically my week. Uh, I just took my Christmas break completely, whereas other people were diligently grading papers from Christmas exams. <laughs> Not this fucker. No, no. <laughs> I left all five sets of 30 papers. And we're not talking about like little things you can take, like maths tests, That's when it's okay. English. There's a lot essays, aren't they? <laughs> essays, right? So you got you got it. Oh, my God. So last night, half three, around about in the, in the night, which is the day before today, which was the deadline for getting them in, which is not like me, but you know, sense of achievement. So I've earned my little uh, cup of tea and chat with you guys this evening. And look, there's nowhere specific that I want to take this. I thought we might take it as a sort of a nice, calm 
not quite half term, but pretty much half term assessment of where we're at. Because if I start with you, Cam, there is no way as we set out on our we adventure this season with the podcast and thinking about how it might go and what we might be talking about. I think it's fair to say that even the most um, optimistic of us would not have pegged the current situation, which is to be in the second leg of a semi-final of a domestic cup with a goal advantage, to be in the fourth round of the FA Cup with, you know, I'm touching what does they say this, a favourable draw, to be um, cruised through in the uh, qualifying rounds of the European competition that we're in and happily skipping the nonsense of the next qualifying round and waiting to see who we get in that and to be top of the league, which is really all that matters in all of those things, we're being perfectly honest. So before we get into a little bit of maybe grousing about a few things that could be better, we should take time to acknowledge as we start 2024 that this is probably something that even the most optimistic of us had not foreseen, Cam. No, you're right, Trev. Um, it's actually beyond expectations. Uh, nobody could have uh, foresaw this in any way that we would be in the position we're in. Um, we, beginning of the uh, season, we were looking at the squad and we were saying, well, we've got deficiencies there. Uh, we don't have a cover right back. We're not sure about the number six that we brought in. We need a top, we wanted a top class number six. Um, you know, there were doubts about Simicus as the backup for, back for Robbo. And, you know, those, those many, many questions, you know, oh, we need a, we need a left-sided centre-back as well. Look at certain players now who have um, stepped up in that regard. Um, Joe Gomez has been absolute re- revelation, revelation this season in, in how he's covered at right-back, left-back. Um, his strongest position is obviously centre-back. He played with Virgil in the title-winning season. I think we only conceded 19 goals that season. Um, so you know his strengths there. Simicas, after a really ropey start, he stepped up. Um, you know, the last few games before he got injured, that in a freak injury. Uh, you look at um, Endo, what he's now was beginning to produce as the number six, and we're thinking, great, great, that can free McAllister to go and do what he's really good at, and that will help the boys up top. Up top. And, and the biggest surprise for everybody has been the left-sided centre-back in uh, Jarrod Hanser, and the way he has just effortless, effortlessly slotted in. Um, he's, he hasn't looked like He's out of place in any way, shape or form. And it's, it's those players, I think, who are not being appreciated for what they've done and how they allowed us to continue in a really positive manner and providing us that strength and depth that you so need now to be able to compete in four competitions and genuinely compete in four competitions. Because let's... 
be honest, we in the league we haven't really been setting the world alight. So I sort of asked myself, is it because the league is weaker this season, or is it because the weaker teams are actually stronger, and hence they're taking more points off everybody, making the league more compact? Because we're actually how many what eight nine points ahead of where we were last season, whereas Arsenal, I think. After all, all the money they spent, they're ten points less, uh, worse off than they were at this stage last season. So there's a, there, I, I can't, I can't figure out which way the league has gone. It's it's very very strange, but what whatever's happening there is definitely working in our favour. And um, yeah, no, it's uh, enjoy it, you know, enjoy every game right now because. Um, um, I heard somebody speaking. I, don't, I think they're a bit of a dick, to be honest, at times. But he spoke really well of um, Liverpool this week, and that was um, the ex Crystal Palace chairman uh, Simon Jordan. I saw a clip on uh, on Twitter, still Twitter to me, and he said, um, "You know, would you would you rather watch a, a Man City or would you rather watch a Liverpool?" And the question he goes, "Well, it's Liverpool." They, they just play exciting football. They play football you want to watch. It, it, they don't bore you to death with their football. As, as great as the Man City football is, Liverpool football is exciting. How many times have we gone behind on the game? But there's that mentality. Monsters. Um, they're, they're back in, in a vengeance. And there's a freshness. Klopp 2.0 is fantastic. Klopp is re- reinvigorated. Um, you know, nobody's complaining about Pep Linders. As, as half-term reports go, it, it's 10 out of 10, isn't it? I've seen some complaints about Pep Linders, just so you don't feel like everything's gone completely astray. Right. We have to have some people grousing about Linders. That's, it, the, the universe would be incomplete if we didn't have uh, Linders grousers. Uh, and uh, I, 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 don't, I honestly don't know where to start with all that, because you've dropped so many little grenades there that I'd like to go back to. First thing I did notice was, and I wanted to say it because at the time I was accused of, uh, by myself and others, I used the phrase and then other people leaned into it as if they had invented it to insult me uh, about um, the concept of Joe Gomez as, le- uh, as left back as being a bit galaxy brain. Because at that time, we weren't sure what the crack was with uh, Costas. And in his early goings, I was still pining for the idea of Joe Gomez at left back. But you, like you said, quite rightly, he did grow into the role and started to look very much the part but since Joe's gone across there, having done a super job at right back, he's now done a super job at left back. He's just a good footballer. That's what it comes down to. And it's lovely to see that kid get a run, see the guy show his ability, his athleticism, his ability to read the games. It's great to see. The other thing that you touched on there that just struck me straight away was I saw a really interesting chart in relation to... Jordan's comments, I presume is on TalkSport that you saw the Twitter clip from. That's where he seems to have a talk show there. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, the, there was a lovely chart, Cam, where, which showed 
um, the comparative speed of attack across the top teams. And no surprises for guessing, the Reds are right up there at the top in terms of the speed of attack. And City are way, way down. Because, of course, we know they have this patented walking into the net, pass you to death style, and then the explosive finish at the end. But in terms of the pace of the attack, which, again, like, let's be honest, whether you, it's not, it's not, it's not that either of us is compar- uh, specifically backing Jordan because he's likely to say something awful like you said the next day he has he, he can be a terrible set of lads uh, yeah. but 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 it's a really good point about in, the point you make about enjoying it because I feel like anyone who's rocking up to Anfield now they will have frustrations but in some way they actually add to the moments of excitement because in the, the very last game for example we had that frustrating first half and then when it clicked with that deflected goal from Curtis Jesus Christ the place came alive the standard football was fantastic it was energetic high pressure high tempo you can't enjoy that you know I don't know what to say to you and the fact that we're sitting where we are is interesting I want you to contemplate one question because I'm coming back to you with this if you had the opportunity and like I'm only saying this because it's a real potential scenario if you had the opportunity to wave your uh, Kaminder magic wand and with the dark forces of your magic to decide that Liverpool could win a Jed Houllier treble right domestic cups and uh, Europa League or the league either or I want you to think about it and it may it may be very simple for you I feel like it's very simple for me but it also does warrant discussion it's an interesting one it's an interesting one to, to tease out because it's three titles, trophies against one. So it is an interesting one to tease out. I want you to think about it and come back to you. And Lisa Marie, while Cam's pondering the uh, the impossible there, I, I wanted to just ask you as well, in terms of sort of a sum up of the, the things that you've found to be most engaging about the campaign so far. I mean, Cam mentioned a couple of individuals there and we've had a lot of adversity. This is what this is what makes it probably all the better, right? We, so we, we went from seeing Dom to being the best in the league to really falling off a cliff with his form. We saw Endo starting finally to come into form and then, as Cam said, just as we we're about to see what it looks like with Alexis as an eight, Endo's gone. Uh, Alexis is injured and now Alexis is back just as Endos has left and it just feels like we're not yet it feels like we're being robbed of the opportunity to see the perfect scenario clicking together various injuries as well for the likes of Jota Andy Robbo is a big blow Um, you know uh, the the Joel Matip injury was was a kick in the face Um, so yes we're coping the squad is coping very well and it seems that Klopp again as Cam mentioned is in his happy place again he seems enlivened less embittered less pissed off more ready with a smile and equipped than than he had been in the previous campaign where i think things have gotten a little bit stale so there's there's been just as many sort of difficulties to endure for the team as there has been high points but it's still an unbridled success so far in terms of results and position on table and positions in the cup. So when you take that all into balance, I mean, I'm wondering as you review your little half term report for Liverpool, like what are the things that are jumping out? You're both good and bad. And who particularly is stealing the the, the, the majority of your thoughts when you reflect on that, the, the first half of this campaign? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well... Over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot. You said I was going to have to ponder anything, Trev. Oh. Um, so. Anyway, <laughs> you make me think. Um, so, yes, so many things. So, first of all, it's. Overall, just just looking at the first half of the season, if you will, is is kind of an overall thing. It feels like the resilience is back, you know, that that was there, definitely not there last season. But but in previous seasons where, you know, we we get the injuries and and we would just sort of work through it until that player came back and. And, and, you know, just none of that fell for whatever reason last season. So so I think overall, you know, we're seeing the team, they go down a goal. They they managed to pull out that win, you know. So, so I think that, to me, has been one of the most enjoyable things, you know, watching the team as a whole to see is to see that resilience come back, Um to them that that you know they they don't drop their heads they don't you know they just they figure out a way to get it across the line um and you know and and even if we don't end up you know obviously you know winning anything well i certainly want us to win something this season but but i think there's there's some pride to be taken in the fact that 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 mindset has has sort of reset itself and and come back around, you know, be it, you know, changes in leadership, you know, within the team or, or whatever, you know, maybe it's just a 
it's probably not any one thing, but but a combination of things. So to me, that has been has been a welcome change. You know, I we talked, I think, toward the end of last season or probably even who knows, we've talked previously about how it just got to almost be a chore to watch some of the games last season. And, and that's not necessarily the case now. Um, I, I know I messaged you over the weekend. Um, you know, I was at a dance thing with Mary Kristen and I was going to have the opportunity to go watch the Arsenal match on Sunday, but I was like tired and I was like, gosh, do I want to make the effort? But I did. And I'm certainly glad I did. Um, so it, it's it's nice having the effort and watching the games pay off, I guess, if you will. As far yeah. as individuals, um, it's lovely seeing Curtis just really step up to the forefront. And and I feel like, you know, the potential that we've that many have seen in him the last couple seasons that he just hasn't been able to tap into, you know, for whatever reason, be it injuries or just not being selected or whatever. Um, you know, he's he's kind of pushed himself to one of the preferred people for the midfield. And and it's just nice to see, you know, it's it's just very nice to see that, you know, he has not you know, he hasn't given up. He's continued to fight for his spot and, and, you know, very much feels like he's secured it. So, so that's a good thing. Um, I like seeing Joe Gomez. I mean, in some ways I almost feel like he's a strong candidate for player of the season, you know, certainly for the first half of the season, just because he's played everywhere. You know, he has played games at center back. He's played games at right back. He's played games at left back and, you know, he's just stepping up in doing the job that is needed from him. And, you know, and, and it's nice to see because, you know, of course he's had, you know, that last major injury of his was, you know, was a really rough one and it took him a long time to recover. So, so that's good to see as well. And then as always, as always, I'm happy to see my fourth child, Harvey Elliott do well too. Yeah. I mean, I was, I, I knew, I knew there was going to be a mention <laughs> for, uh, for the little medieval haircut man, um, and it's 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 great to see him um, get this opportunity now as well. I, I I felt a little bit sorry for him um, in the most recent outing where he got his opportunity to play in the mole position, and it just didn't quite work out as well. But you know, to be fair, you could say that about the team in general. Right. And I saw Curtis talk about uh, the game changers coming on. And, um, you know, I, I <laughs> it's great. I love that guy. There's something there's something uh, about I mean, obviously, it's the Scouse accent, but it's not even that it's there's something about the but how do I put it? The cadence of how he talks or something yeah. that is just I yeah. love to hear him talk. <laughs> Well, I know I know a couple of people from Toxteth, and it's not the Toxteth version of Scouse that he's got. It's not ju- just that. It is absolutely that, but it's not just that. There's something very unique about C- Curtis' speech patterns as well, and the fact that he has this kind of laid-back, confident um, personality as well. But, you know, you know, a little honorary mention here as well, lads, and this is just a kind of purely by-the-by. This is not, uh, this is one of those uh, what, uh, what do you call them? intangibles um i think cody Gakpo might be a great lad you know i think as i watch him in interviews and as i watch him on the field and his interactions with players and he's always very quick 
to um, big up other people, to indicate how well others have done. Uh, and it's lovely then to see him get his flowers every so often. I mean, that goal, Lisa Marie, that finish uh, in the most recent game, that's that's incredible work. That yeah, is just- I'm glad you mentioned him because now I feel a little bad about forgetting him. Um, he, he does seem like just just a nice guy. I mean, just, a you know, there was that kind of longer interview with him back, I don't know, probably maybe about two months ago now. We're just listening to him talk. He just seems very thoughtful and introspect, you know, just just a nice guy, you know, in, in addition, just kind of low key, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to to very well just articulate it but but there is just something very very likable about him as as a person um as much as as a player yeah somebody said as they watched curtis and himself being interviewed afterwards mm-hmm. that this is the kind of thing like some people like to project their own ideas onto the team and why not i mean have your fun with it whatever way you want and they were delighted at the concept of the two lads as best friends it was making it was, it was making them smile a little bit and again I'm, I'm all for that kind of stuff obviously at the end of the day we're all about the hard and fact uh, hard and fast facts and, and and stats and getting our trophies in the cabinet but if you, you got to enjoy this experience Experience uh, of Liverpool under Klopp because I, I've come to the conclusion that that is very much where we're at with it. I don't know if, if you guys agree with me and, and by the way don't worry Cam I'll come straight back to you with that question and Lisa Marie I want something from you on it as well so so three trophies versus a league title that's where we're going in a second but I want to throw this out to you first um, the the Liverpool under Klopp experience has been a fucking emotional roller coaster. Yes, of course, there has been a huge trend upwards and he has got us competing at the top end of the table and he's got us competing for European Cup finals. That is indisputable, but we've had an awful lot of heartbreak in terms of losing big games, losing titles, losing uh, Champions League finals, uh, losing other uh, finals, Europa League final and um, uh, a League Cup final, uh, missing out on on leagues by the narrowest of margins against the side who we are unfairly pitted against in many ways. And it's just, it's, it's, it's struck me that I've been indignant all the time saying, I don't give a shit about any of that. I just want trophies. At the end of the day, I want trophies. But I don't really, do I? Because we all are enjoying this experience. And we have to kind of enjoy it. it is, it's supposed, this is fun. Whether you like it or not, this is, um, Klopp's Liverpool has been tremendous fun and a very emotional experience to be a, to be a part of. Uh, he's it's very much top down with him. That's his personality. Whether it's going to fans in the early days after a draw with Stoke or whatever it is, whether it's uh, the fist bumps to the fans, whether it's the emotional appeals in the media every so often. Uh, or the, uh, the haranguing officials, whatever it is, people project onto Kloppo and his personality comes out through the team. That's just a fact. The the dynamic trio of, of Mo and, 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 and Bobby and, and uh, Sadio, that era Liverpool will never be forgotten. And that's very much, you know, Klopp legacy stuff. But there has been downside too. I'm wondering, on the whole, and it, this may be first world problems, I'll just bounce the question off you first, Cam. Do you see where I'm coming from with the whole, ah, oh, got it, at the amount of things that we've left behind us, titles and medals left on the table? 
but I've just sort of slowly come to the realization that that just may be the way things are. And, you know, you just literally have to enjoy the ride because it's so much fun for most of the time. Does that make sense to you? Um, sort of, yeah. Um, um, let me get this right. So you, what, you, what you're saying is because of what we had previously with the, with the phenomenal from free, it's like we lost that and now it's sort of coming back again. No, 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 no. What what I mean is the whole, the entirety of the Klopp era has been a a gradual trend upwards where Liverpool are one of the top clubs again, unquestionably across the continent, definitely domestically. Yeah. in the in the running for everything, uh, and that's the lovely boost. You know, you know, I have no truck with the real kind of. I'm just here for the day out, and um, uh, you know, trust in Klopp, that blind faith stuff, and never question anything. Uh, or like, if you say that you'd like to have won the league title when we lost it by a point, in some way you're being a fan or acting in bad faith. I think that's just horseshit, and I think that's the, that's the type of person who just needs to be. I don't know, projecting positivity is some sort of virtue signal all the time. But that's nonsense to me. And so I can openly say to you, I'm very frustrated by the fact that, Jesus, this could have been the most glorious era ever in terms of trophies won. And slowly but surely, I think I'm beginning to learn that this time under Klopp is about the emotional drama. And there will be highs and you got to savor those because there's also going to be lows. I'm not sure whether we're building into a new era where this is Liverpool 2.0 or what's going to come of this. I hope it is, Cam. I hope it's going to be more successful than the first iteration. But I suppose what I'm saying to you is it seems to be something we're just going to have to accept because it's been the reality so far that even with these untouchable frontline players and our wonderful spine through the team, we're still leaving titles and stuff like that on the table because we're up against such mighty opposition. Uh, and it just feels it feels like we're sort of fated to be stuck in this uh, constant emotional drama. Do you know what I mean? So if that's the case, you have to enjoy the highs. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, in Take each, you enjoy every game as it comes because you know it's going to be a fantastic experience. And, and we're just fortunate and we have to be grateful that we have Klopp and he's, produce, he's producing again after what we went through over the last two seasons. I mean, was it when, when did we lose? What year was it? Um, Champions League final Paris. That we lost to Real Madrid. That was two seasons ago, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, and that that could have been the ultimate season ever in football. We were that close to winning everything possible, and then we had last season, which was like a big wake up call as to how bad it can really, really be, even under Klopp, because things had gone. You know, every player just felt like they'd gone off the cliff, and they're just. They're not not even know were they looking over the edge. They'd stepped off it and they were falling down and that was it. And to have this again and it's building up and it's building up and it's building up and it's building up and you know the anticipation and the excitement of what of what is coming, it it's something to really really look forward to. And um, you know 
I, I can't wait. I just, you know, like I say, uh, it goes back to the, it sort of goes back to the original question of of, of the half time half term report as such. You know where we where we're at, and we're so far ahead of what we thought or where we thought we were going to be. That that sort of makes you think. Actually, what could we achieve now? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Thinking, you're thinking, you think, let's 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 just say this. I think we, I think we're going to get top four. Yeah, I think I confidently say we're going to get top four, and we're going to be in Champions League next season. And I just think these this team next season, after they've gelled for a season, oh my god, that's scary. What we're going to do next season? Forget this season. Just imagine what we're going to do next season with these players. One year better. I mean, one player we haven't mentioned who's been out of this world this season is Trent. What that kid is doing, wherever he is playing, yeah, I I get it. He's not the greatest defender, blah, blah, whatever nonsense. But what he's giving that team... He's he's the DLP, isn't he? He is he's phenomenal, and he he's given us so much, and and he's got players around him who it's not just the front three who are moving for him, it's the midfield who are moving for him as well in a way that is letting him showcase his talents even more. And I just, I'm just I just think I I I I put money on it now. I think. We'll win Champions League next season. Forget this season. We're not in it. You know, so but I think next season, I just think this team's going to go up another level. And then if we go up that level and you look at it, this season we've lost what? Two games or is it three games? We've lost one in the, was it one in the Europa League we lost? We lost two in the Europa League and we lost against Spurs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lost against Spurs. So, to be, oh, no, it's just it's mouth watering, isn't it? It genuinely is. I think that's the thing about it. The, the the potential is huge, and that's without the addition that everybody seems to think we need to make, including myself. We even without that addition now, you know, you, you, as you say, you just it, it makes your mind boggle when you see what Darwin Nunes is doing in terms of 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 um, productivity at the sharp end, and you think. What will happen if goalkeepers stop making worldly saves and the bar and post uh, actually work with them uh, for a change? That kid's going to be terrifying to every fucker in the league. Uh, and like you say, Trent's low-key been absolutely wonderful with some of the of the, the um, some of the moments of the season for us already. I mean, I was looking back there today. That guy. On his Champions League debut, I think it was against Bayer Leverkusen, on his Champions League debut, he was absolutely outrageously good, strolling around the place, pushing passes forward, dinking little balls, steps up to a free kick and buries it. 
I was 18. <laughs> so like we've, we we need, like, like this is what I'm talking about. And again, holding off on the discussion of what's attainable this season for a second, I want to bounce it back to you, Lisa Marie, like, because this is what I was driving at, you know, and it's, I don't want it to sound sort of airy fairy nonsense. Cause you know, I'm not like that. You know, that the main thing for me is let's make sure we get, fucking trophies in that cabinet because that's what makes me smile more than anything else i love a bit of club uh uh fan media and the lads messing about and i'm all for fist bumps to the cop love all that stuff gets me right in my emotional fields of course it does but at the end of the day the thing i take most pride in because i've been supporting this club for so long is like how many trophies have we got let's measure get your medals out was the phrase that people used to say back in the day uh and that's what I'm all about. But it does feel, Lisa Marie, doesn't it, that we might just be, be just by the end of circumstance, the fact that we've come across these um, petrol-funded uh, uh, um, bullies at the time that we have, we may just have to sort of have a certain level of acceptance around that because you look around the teams now, I think we've got Arsenal's cards marked. Spurs don't know how to live with us. United can't live with us. Newcastle are not going to be able to live with us for a while. And it's always just that other lot. And you just go, fuck. If it wasn't with them, so many things would be, so many, that cabinet would be bursting. Um, and it just makes you feel, okay, it's not going to change. That situation's not going to change. So we probably have to embrace the the joy where we can get it. And it feels at the moment that most games we're really looking forward to, doesn't it? Because there's always something, whether it's, oh, Jesus, we're up against it today, or Christ, we've got a goal down. But the games have a level of enjoyment to them and excitement to them that's, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it, it, it's, it's worth supporting the team for that alone. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a tad predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL Roundtable, there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter, at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, 100%. Um, and yeah, I mean, all those things in something popped up on my Twitter feed or whatever earlier today that it was a year ago today that we had that horrible three Oh loss to Brighton that, you know, was kind of like the, possibly the low point of last season or 
right in the middle of all of that. And it was just like, wow, you know, just like what you said to Cam at the very, you know, at the beginning of this kind of this discussion was, you know, we've exceeded already what we what we thought this season was going to be you know this was supposed to be the rebuild season and you know get everybody sort of you know the new players acclimated and and get everything kind of you know lined out to be able to really go for you know let's just make top four so that we can get back to the champions league and and really you know make a make a true go at it for for next season and it it almost scares me a little bit how it's it's all seeming to fall on the right side for us (laughs) We, we we talked about superstition a couple episodes ago, didn't we? Um, so yeah, I I think it's it it is enjoyable again. You know, it it is it's enjoyable again. Not just as you said the the the, the things that surround the team, the media stuff, etc. It's enjoyable to watch them play. You know, it's it's nice to see how you know you've got different players you know, coming together and, you know, and, and connecting on the field, you know, those little triangles and, and all those little things and seeing that evolution as, you know, this, this two clock 2.0 team sort of develops. It's just, it's enjoyable to watch. I mean, that's not to say you don't get frustrated at, you know, this, that, and the other, but, but overall it's, it's just, I, I look forward to sitting down and watching the games again. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it's like, oh, let, you know, and even Darwin and his missus, bless his heart, don't really bother me so much because he's trying, you know, and, and I mean, it, it is, it's like, certainly one of these has got to quit hitting the crossbar, you know, because some of them are, I think Dave brought it up. I don't know if it was on Raw after the Arsenal game or one of his daily reds or something this week that, you know, we kind of forget that, you know, while we have the best goalkeeper in the world, other teams have good goalkeepers, too. And, you know, they're going to save things. You know, it, it, it's not that they're just going to, you know, it's not because our, our player isn't getting a shot on target that it's not going in. It's sometimes, you know, these goalkeepers, be it for, you know, Arsenal or Fulham or whomever, maybe not Arsenal, but um, Fulham, <laughs> they're going to say they're going to save these shots. You know, I mean, that the, you know, Mo or, or Darwin or Luis Diaz or whatever, they may be doing everything right. But that keepers, you know, that's that's their job. They're going to save that shot. So I, I think it just it's it's over what you know, it's just nice to see the pieces of what we're building just continue to to kind of line up and and not in just one way like we've just got to play this way we're you know seeing the you know you can bring players on like like we did Sunday and and it changed things up you know you shift and and whatever and and okay that's work that's what's going to work today against this opposition and and let's take it forward and the win so you know all the thing it's it's the options that we have and, and while granted injuries right now are limiting some of those options it and the academy kids coming up you know the bobby clarks and the you know connor bradley and, and some of these young players that are you know they're kind of getting an opportunity it's nice to see the potential there you know it, it may only be for another couple weeks as we start getting players back but that's the future, hopefully, that we're watching play right now, too. 
Yeah, it feels like things are working for the most part uh, and that the adversity has been all manageable because I'll, I'll put it out there. I think if you were to just lay down the sheer stats in terms of the injuries to key players this season, I think most people would have said, well, that's the season fucked. If you had told people in advance, this guy's going to be injured for this period from here to here, this guy's going to be injured from this period from here to here, uh, and you, you had shown them those kind of stats, I think most people would have said, well, that how are we supposed to put anything together and yet it would appear uh, that the team is able to dig deep into resources you mentioned Connor Bradley who was I think you know the story of the the most recent game absolutely it was a, he's, he's 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 incredible it's like um, wiry kind of young kid with with this uh, great ability and, and and super attitude and of course like all kids breaking into a team it may well be patchy but you know he does have he's building up those hours and um bobby clark looks exciting as well it's it's it, there's, there's so much oh, <laughs> we also saw owen beck getting his uh his ear chewed off by uh clap <laughs> on the bench looking like he had no idea what to do with himself uh tremendous stuff i, I love all that that's all these guys are going to have their say um hopefully not too much of a say because yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know what that uh, reminded me of? You know that um, little video clip of the the guy talking to the girl in the nightclub? And he's completely <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And she's got this, she's got this like barely tolerating him expression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, wasn't there an equivalent with uh, oh, the, who's the, the ham that plays for Manc, the Manx at centre half? Harry Maguire. Wasn't there an actual Harry Maguire one where, where, where was, he was actually in it? An equivalent of some some girl go like basically bare, bare, almost rolling her eyes as he's talking crap in the background. I feel like there's something out there. There was a Maguire meme too, but yeah, it very it very much echoes of that. I look, you know, seeing as you've come in, I think it's we might as well get this get this conversation started because this could either be very short or last us for the remainder of the show. Um, it's an interesting question. We're talking about what can be achieved now. And look, look, a glance at your um, chosen news feed will tell you that, you know, there is real danger of a global sort of catastrophe and, and, and conflict and war and stuff like that. So it doesn't do to be too long term here in your thoughts about Clop 2.0. Let's enjoy what we can. What's achievable now? Uh, live in the now, as uh, um, Garth says in Wayne's world. Uh, and if we're going to live in the now, what can we achieve in this campaign? And what would you consider success? So I floated this one out to you to let you mull over a little bit, Cam. I'll come back to you at least yeah. in a second on it so this is it's a straight it's a straight choice i don't, I don't want any any other um uh combinations because <laughs> I, I, I you're not doing that i, I want you, I, this is the, the point of this question is the power of three trophies versus the fucking power of the league and so if you had said that to me i'll just set it up if you'd said that to me i'd say well it's a no contest you want to win the league that's it and then i felt like have i turned into roy Keane? what's wrong with me three trophies (laughs) is a lot of joy and it's pushes us way ahead then of our mank rivals in terms of trophy hall overall for what that matters but then the league, it's a big, big one. And it's, 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 it's been wrecking my head since I thought of it. So I just wanted to wreck your head as well. Where do you land with it? I mean, let's like you say, three trophies is, um, is, is, is a phenomenal achievement. 
in any season to do that. It, it's uh, you know, you never ever say no to that. Um, and as a football club, we exist to win trophies. That's our primary objective is to win trophies. Having said that, having said that, the league is the bread and butter. The league always has to be the number one priority. And if you had said Champions League and the other two trophies, wasn't you the Europa League, then I may have swayed the other way. It has to be the league. Because to have won the league from where we were last season and nobody gave us a hope open hell of, of doing that and many and, and let's be honest we you know in our wildest dreams couldn't have imagined saying ah oh, yeah you know we'll be challenging to you know forget winning it let alone challenging for the league you know it was before maybe third at a push you know we, we have to recognise how good Arsenal were last season compared to us. We have to recognise Man City are phenomenal. Who would have said Villa would have been where they are this season? But, you know, you, you looked at what Chelsea spent, you thought, well, they, you know, they spent 500 billion on one player and 200 billion on another player. And, um, you know, they, they're going to be up there. Uh, United, you would have thought, would still be pushing top four. You would have thought Tottenham were pushing top four. I mean, it's not a top six anymore. It's like a top ten almost, isn't it? It feels like. And I just think to win the league is it, it, it just puts everybody's nose out of joint. <laughs> Winning that treble, it doesn't upset anybody. Yeah. I love your motivation here. You just want to annoy people. <laughs> it fucks everybody off. It truly does. We win the treble. Who gives a fuck? Man City won five trophies last season. Who gives a fuck? Or they won three trophies last season. They won two already this season in the Super Cup and the World Club Championship. I didn't even know the World Club Championship was on. Right. That's how relevant it was. (laughs) That's how relevant it was because Man City were in it. Yeah? Yeah. We win the league. It fucks everybody off what is more glorious imagine the fucking celebrations we will have in liverpool yeah come may everybody's gonna be there trev you're definitely gonna be there lisa marie we'll get you there somehow yeah (laughs) we're we're gonna be there we're gonna party like it was 1999 man I think I listen. I, I'm getting very hard to argue with that, and it was my default setting as well. But again, I, 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 and this is why I, th- I thought it might split a couple of ways here. I'm not sure, but Lisa Marie, as a fellow uh, hashtag joy exponent, I know that you will have to weigh this up because. You know, you saw recently there um, the most recent game you got to watch with a group and enjoy that kind of fan experience, that shared experience of of delighting in your team um, doing a win. And so imagine not one, not two, but three trophy lifts. And the reason I say it is, look, we are favourites to win the League Cup. That's just it. 
and like I say to all Man City fans uh, when they start crying about injuries your favourites you've got every advantage in the world wear it own it so we have to own the fact that we're favourites to win that trophy we given the draw in the FA Cup now the, a couple of the others have been pull, drawn against each other we've got to have a good chance in that as well and if you look at the potential opposition there's some very good teams left in the Europa League um, but again you'd have to, th- to think that if we play to our potential um, which is all we can think about we have to think about the Reds being at their very best we are favourites for that as well so it's not a, it's not a, an outrageous thing to say. It's a good team doing what a good team should do in this situation. And you could see how perhaps if we did focus on that and we got a little bit further in the FA Cup, we got a little bit further in the other, in the European competition, that maybe then the league might start to, to creak, the league form might start to creak a bit. These are all things that could happen. So it is a realistic target. I know it sounds daft, but it's a realistic target for the Reds to say, Jesus Christ, we could have three cups in the in the in the cupboard by the end of this year. I, I, no one wants to talk about quads, <laughs> so the reason I did did it with this way was I wanted to have a bit of opposition in 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 your thoughts. So the the opposition to that is or none of those, but the league win, and we know what that means in terms of status. And Cam's outlined it very clearly there what it would mean to him. Um, Cam being Cam is already thinking about how he can get up people's noses as well, which is tremendous. Tell me where you land on that. If it's a straight binary choice, where do you go? All right. I have changed my mind three times. (laughs) I knew you would. (laughs) I mean, damn it, Sophie's choice. Um, Yeah, um, I mean, I think I lean a little bit more toward, when it's all said and done, the the three, the three. Um, Although, I mean, winning the league is so, so tempting. And and I I have a little bit of cam in me that I've been working very closely with this one architect on this project for close to a year now and he is a man city fan and so we've been kind of back and forth we usually have a weekly meeting on tuesdays and so you know it's been kind of prime like oh you know and especially you know last spring when you know or february or so when things were not looking great you'd be like whoo that was a pretty you know anyway so i have to i have to hold my hand up in this week when we had our meeting he's like so lisa marie how are you doing today i go i'm top of the league brian how are you <laughs> so um and he's like nice nice one um so i have to say i would take great pleasure in winning the league um but i think i do i think when it's all said and done it it just tips just that little bit more toward the toward the three trophies yeah, and the reason being the accumulation of joy. Yes. Yeah, I think so. And 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 you know, in the way those competitions are a little bit spread out, you know, it wouldn't be like bam all in one week. You know, we'd have the we'd have the the league cup. You know, what like the end of February or so, and you know, the other two would run fairly close together. But but I I do I I like the fact that I think winning the league cup will push momentum to the team, you know, for the other two 
um, like we, you know, like we kind of saw, um, you know, in, in 21, 22. So, so yeah, but, but I do, I think just kind of that accumulation of joy and, you know, and, you know, being able to, I mean, we would still have a little bit over city. I mean, not the fact, I mean, granted they won the league plus the champions league, which, you know, so when you add it up, but it's like, we got a trouble, you know, we, anyway, so it, it's very, very tight, but I think the three trophies just barely tip. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes and games consoles. Visit LibertyShield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. It is it is very tight for many reasons. And I think I think the one little stat that's killing me more than any other stat, and it's it's the thing that's actually gonna push my choice here over the edge, is number twenty, because it it grinds my gears that United have one more title than us. It grinds my gears. It really does. Every time I think of it, it makes me uh, die a little inside. So the idea of getting back on on par is, and again, I think that's indicative of my motivation. There, that's, I, I have to be honest. That's the thing that that would would swing it for me. Whereas if we can't for some reason win the league, if um, City pawn a run that's just too powerful, or we succumb to more injuries or the current crop uh, of injuries whatever it happens to be I really do hope that we can win that cup treble the only thing that comes back into my mind this is with the kind of more cynical outlook that Cam was expressing earlier on you could see it being dismissed as Liverpool a cup team or it's not a real treble or something like that which would would kind of stick in the craw but at the end of the day that is the kind of bitterness that comes from teams who haven't won anything Um, so you know you would would happily um, uh, endure those kind of comments that you know from from Evertonians and the like because uh, you know God love them the, they need to say something I guess so yeah it's a difficult one for me I, I think I think that little stat at the end is the one that does it for me that it's it, the idea of, of of at least being back on a level when when Alec Ferguson took over at United he famously wanted to knock Liverpool off their fucking perch well uh, the bastard succeeded so I would love Kloppo to be the one who knocks United off theirs in terms of uh, league title wins that would be I think a tremendous legacy for him if he could get 20 and then 21 before he goes um, 
I, I think I could retire from football and go and take up, um, I don't know, ghost hunting or something. Uh, you know. <laughs> I was going to say that's it's, it's got to be something to do with uh, scary shit. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, lads, I, at some stage, I need to let you into the inner workings of my mind over the last year. Uh, every time I'm not t- thinking about football or my family, I've got some seriously, seriously dark concepts floating around in there. Uh, there's there's definitely the makings of either a show or a book in it, uh, and I can't wait to do one or the other when life allows it I soon. I think you should do a conspiracy theory podcast. Uh, there's too many no, of don't them. Don't encourage him. There's too many of them. Um, although don't mine say. would be the best. Mine would be the I'll best, obviously. Like- uh, yes. I listen. I, I I would take umbrage with you calling me a conspiracy theorist. Except what it turns out is that conspiracy theorists, uh, as a group, uh, are looking around them, going "fucking told you" for the last five years. So uh, I, will, I will I will happily uh, I will happily take that um, tinfoil hat and uh, shine it up further. We should start. We should, we should start wrapping it up because um, I want to let people know that over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have some um, new voices on the show, not necessarily new to you as Anfield Index um, listeners, um, certainly two of the voices that will be involved, if not three, hopefully, will be people you would have heard elsewhere recently and not so recently. Um, three people all tapped up who are going to at least contribute to one or two shows for sure. One or two of them have made more firm commitments in terms of ongoing involvement and a, a voice you haven't heard before um, uh, of the same sort of general persuasion as my own, perhaps uh, a little Irish lilt to it involved as well, potentially in the near future. So there's a lot of, um, excitement ahead for us here on the show in terms of shaking it up a little bit new voices new perspectives uh i think that's great timing and to go heading into 2024 with 375 under our belts and 400 very 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 attainable so when we get to that landmark for sure unlike what we didn't do for 300 or 350 that will be a big one and 25 shows is going to come around quite fast you know it will probably be over the course of the summer and it will be lovely if it's a celebratory one where we can talk about some trophies so let's hope that's the case I should start wrapping it up. I've kept my guests long enough. We're looking at the clock now. We tried to do around an hour pretty strictly on this one if we can. And we've just gone north of it there by a minute or two. So I just want to finish by letting both of Cam and Lisa Marie say anything they want to say by way of wrap-up thoughts, whether it's something simple like something you've been watching on TV or uh, anything at all that occurs to you, or if you've got nothing at all, maybe do give some sort of a plug to something you've been listening to recently on the channel, whatever way you want to do it. Cam, I'll start with you. Any final flourish from yourself? Um, Just a RIP to Franz Beckenbauer, who we lost this week. Um, One of the footballers, when I was growing up, his name was synonymous with being one of the greatest players in the world alongside the likes of Pele, Johan Cruyff, Bobby Moore. Yeah, these were the names very early age that I remember. So um, it was a bit of a sad day. 
bikes it's great uh, levers for uh, passengers new as such so yeah RIP comes back and back for sure um I I remember so highly was he held in this the general uh, opinion of of football fans. I remember when Kenny got his hundredth cap for Scotland. Um, Beckenbauer presented it to him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He presented it to him on, on the pitch, and I remember thinking, "This isn't this isn't, isn't this just weird?" Because I, I like at the time I, I remember thinking several times. Kenny should have won European football, Footballer of the Year several times. I remember being really, my nose was out of joint about it, thinking this is one of the best footballers ever. How they, this is ridiculous. But even even Kenny, who I read so highly, I was I was saying that that's cool for Kenny to be able to be on the same pitch with Beckenbauer getting his hundredth cap. That's how highly rated Franz Beckenbauer was. So, yeah, a, a serious uh, loss to the game. If you have, if you look at his record, it was phenomenal. Oh, outrageous! Yeah, outrageous. The, yeah, the, the the Kaiser is the Kaiser. There's no two ways about it. Like, if 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 you if you want to hear um, a lovely tribute, look up the video of Jurgen last week talking about yes. Beckenbauer. Say, he, yeah. And of course, Jurgen being Jurgen, he doesn't talk about any of his uh, the record there, or any of his incredible medals, or anything like that. Or he talks about what a great lad he was, which I think you know, is classic Jurgen. So yeah, that's great. Uh, Let me just quickly tell you what he won. Just for the listeners, you know, some of the younger listeners may not who were. He he won two Ballon d'Ors. He won four Footballer of the Years for Germany. He he was a World Cup winner. He was a European champion for Germany as well. Three European Cups for. Uh, with Bayern, five German, uh, five German championships, uh, one uh, equivalent FA Cup, uh, no Euro, Europe. I don't know what that one is. Sorry, uh, four German Cup winners, three soccer bowls <laughs> in when it was the NASL, and an Intercontinental Cup winner. He's just won everything, hasn't he? So, just one, one I, I don't think he played in. I, I don't think he played in the Europa. Possibly never ever played in the Europa, you, you know, uh, UEFA Cup and um, what, what was the other one, the Cup Winners Cup, because they were always in the, you know, you always played for the top teams and they were always playing in the European Cup every year, weren't they? Yeah. Um, just, yeah. It was just amazing. Just, and, and there was that there was that magical era in the NASL where he was playing alongside Pele for Cosmos, uh, which is. Right. Imagine that, yeah. you know. Wow. Well, they won it in 77, 78, and then 80. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and that's with the lads with their slippers on in half retirement, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's incredible Smoking stuff. Smoking cigar while they've learned. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tremendous stuff. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's, 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 that's a very uh, a very fitting tribute indeed. Uh, Lisa Marie, any final thoughts from yourself before we wrap it? Well, be thinking of us here because they're predicting snow for Monday. And, Ooh. you know. It freaks everybody out. So I need to get to the store today before all the milk and the bread and the eggs are gone. Um, you know, just to just to stock up for the on you know the the upcoming blizzard, if you will. Um, so yes, it's it's but I'll, it is supposed to snow Monday, but it's also supposed to be freaking cold starting tomorrow or Sunday. I mean, like negative three, negative four, negative seven temperatures during the day and 
even colder at night. So um, it's going to be winter. We are hitting our we'll, we'll get our couple of weeks of winter here in, in Middle Tennessee before we go to, you know, fall, spring and second winter or whatever season we decide to fall in in February and March. Well, I hope you can survive it. Um, and I love the thoughts of you getting your inner prepper on and filling <laughs> that um, filling that big old car of yours with, uh, you know, excess amounts of bottled water and toilet paper. You know, you make sure you, I want you to be the one <laughs> at the at the at the supermarket. Everybody's going, what does she know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right if I'm housebound because it will allow me to get my Christmas tree down, which I have not done yet. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you people? I can't. I can't. Look, <laughs> I spent all of last weekend at that dance convention. OK, so hello. <laughs> oh yeah i I had every intention of at least doing taking the tree down on sunday when i got home but let me tell you it did not happen so um that will be this weekend's i will get it all all tucked away so the 29th that's your day hey you got at least 12 days of christmas trev 12 days of christmas no you don't no you don't for the sixth epiphany no 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 not for me uh so we (laughs) shall we shall wrap it there we shall wrap it there we we have gone a little long but it was um you'll understand we haven't spoken to each other for a while and we uh we do like to talk as you may have noticed um cam (laughs) and lisa marie and i will be back with you soon um cam's able to join us now again on a regular basis which is fantastic um so, like I said, keeping that in ear out for those new voices, it will probably mean we'll do a few shows for a while here with uh, four instead of three, which will be a nice novelty for us as well. And I can see already the potential for quizzes and the return of quiz champion Trev Downey. So I want that to... Uh, <laughs> hey it's absolutely indisputable it's all on record and recorded so despite the fact that you and Kopek may have issues i won it's as simple as that and uh on that note yeah okay sorry cam i forgot you did win one quiz once (laughs) and it was was, was a quiz that you and copic had sweated and toiled over make sure now i'll say this and then you say that i know how this works they don't come the christmas quiz a couple years ago you did to be fair you did but i'm i i they don't uh, my conspiracy theory hat was absolutely gleaming the last time copic and brains got together uh to oust me me from my proper if only if only if only we were that obvious eh? quiz champion Trev Downey. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> what a way to start the new year, folks. He's back. Boy. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Take care. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash Discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. 
Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.